Hi, listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of the Sport of Business Podcast. Honestly, I wish you guys could have been sitting here for the last 45 minutes as I've been trying to get this podcast to record. Um, very graciously, our guest this week, um, Chris, has stuck around as uh, we've worked through some technical difficulties. So, Chris, we did learn an important lesson uh, before recording today's podcast, and that is what? Always check your Thunderbolt connection. Always check the Thunderbolt connection. So we just got done going through like 50 different variables uh, to finally arrive on a show that is recording without any popping, and we are there. And a huge thank you to you, Chris, for sticking it out through the technical difficulties to be on this show. Yes, thank you for having me. All right, so Chris is here because all this month we are talking about content marketing. And along with content marketing today, I don't think we can have this discussion without having a discussion around video. So I brought Chris in. Chris is the founder and CEO, president, what other titles? Uh, just pretty much an all-around <laughs> great guy. Uh. So Chris Chris, um, Chris owns and founded uh, Rainy Day Pro, uh, Productions. They're uh, a video production company. You want to tell us a little bit more about Rainy Day? Yeah, Rainy Day Productions um, basically started off with me and my partner, uh, she focuses on web design, and I focus on video. Um, and we first started off doing business and promos uh, for local businesses. Uh, we then moved to wedding films, um, kind of creating a music video type highlight video, I guess, uh, so to speak. And uh, more recently, we've started to do more kind of live events, more active events, uh, things uh, related to gyms, things related to uh, kind of concerts, festivals. Um, we'll pretty much do any type of video shoot if we can get around to doing it. And I, I should say that for the listeners that want to check out some of the stuff that Chris has done uh, at our gym here, it's it was freaking sweet. Like, what have you done so far? Like, you did the you put together a nice little CrossFit Games open package for us. You just got done do, uh, shooting Murph. Uh, did a couple like coaches videos and stuff like that. So totally like go to our website or our Vimeo page and check out the stuff that Chris has done. It is primo. Yeah, and we always appreciate people giving us the opportunity to come in to their space and show you know, what you had going on, but do it from a video standpoint. So in your mind, I mean, obviously you have, I mean, you've put all your eggs into the video basket and it's, it's a powerful medium. Why do you think that, you know, for capturing these really like key moments, why is video so much more powerful than any other content that a business could put out there? Um, I mean, I always tell people video is really good to be in right now because, um, a lot of people don't like to read, <laughs> um, uh, but also people just kind of want it now, right then, and they don't want to do much to get the content. And the best way to do that is video because you get a visual and you get an audio. Um, and if you are able to capture the right moment and put it together and kind of piece together a story, you can make something really interesting that's really engaging. And uh, it's really easy. All you have to do is hit play and watch watch the message basically what are some like when you're trying to capture a moment let's say what is it that you're trying to like extract from that moment and, and put some kind of video representation onto that i mean you want genuine things obviously uh you want to be able to show 
what is actually occurring. Uh, you want to have a really good look and feel to the, you know, the composition of the shot. Um, but mostly it's just, I try to go for emotional moments. You know, you want to capture that real emotion. Uh, people can tell when someone's being fake. It's hard to fake real emotion, and that's the stuff that engages people. Now, I always like to ask, so people that, so you have this like niche of, of videography, editing, telling these stories, and you're really, really good at it. Also, you are coming up on your first year anniversary of being a CrossFitter. Yes. And I kind of want to get your perspective on how imagery can relate to, maybe you could look back into your own experience and what those feelings were like when you first started. Uh, I would say that most people were, were nervous. Was that the case for you? Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. Like uh, wrecked with anxiety, right? Well, huge. Okay. Huge. You know, uh, family got me involved in it. Uh, you know, she said, it was my sister-in-law, and she said, you got to come out and you got to try this CrossFit thing. And I'm like, I don't know. And uh, it's a 15-minute drive to even get there, so I have 15 minutes of just sitting in a car I'm not even driving, so I, I can't focus on anything except for I'm about ready to walk into this gym. It's a structured-type activity. I have no idea what to expect. Um, there are going to be people there. I'm going to get judged. i got to do well, but I don't know. I don't know what to expect. It was, it was really nerve-wracking, uh, and it goes away pretty quick, um, but I still would get nervous every time for the first few trips, and it got easier and easier and easier. So I want you to think, like, put put yourself back there a year ago as you're getting ready to go into this first class. And and now what you know about capturing, you know, visual things. Like, what are some, you know, if you were just to think about, like, let's say somebody right now is in their car and had a sister-in-law tell them, hey, you need to try CrossFit, but you're racked with anxiety. What would you want to see on video? Um, I didn't realize the community aspect i think that's that's something people don't understand that don't know anything about crossfit uh if i watched a video similar to one we kind of did for you and i saw the community and you see the interactions between the people and then you also see you know the wide range of people from you know different ages uh it would have made it a lot less stressful knowing that hey they look like they're just having a good time they're all encouraging each other there's no judgment taking place and it just looks really fun, and I think that would be really helpful uh, for me to see before I went to my first gym. I'll say this. I know it as the gym owner that obviously I spend all day here in the gym. We're sitting in the gym right now, listeners. You know, I spend all day in this gym, so it's easy for me to be like, yeah, guys, everybody in this gym is pretty chill. Everybody's really fun. Like, it's a good time. You know, we've got old people. We've got young people. We've got fat people. We've got skinny people, and everybody is very supportive of each other. I can, like, scream that all day long, but something about humans that just doesn't register unless you see it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you see this video, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's somebody that looks like me doing this. People are going to be so anxious regardless, and you can tell them about community till you're blue in the face, but at the end of the day, you've got to show them that things are fun. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where the, the, the emotion also comes into play. Like, I mean, you can tell when people are being real with each other, and you know, when you make these videos, um, it's real. And if I would have had that, it would have been a lot easier for me. Of course, now I know. I, I know. So even when I you know have gone to different... Uh, boxes um not nearly as nervous as i was that first time because I, I know what to expect even though i don't know a single person there i know what to expect 
And I think that it's easy to uh, forget that, that as gym owners, what we can do is alleviate some of that anxiety leading to the door. You know, just showing images, showing videos, actually just showing people having fun in general will eliminate that sort of onboarding process of relieving anxiety that you may feel walking into a gym, right? I mean, yeah, I I couldn't agree anymore. Um, That's something that you could, like you said, shout at the top of your lungs till your face turns blue. But until you see it, you don't really get it. And there's only one way to do that, and that's through video. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and I think that that's a good point. You know, we, uh, you know, as gym owners, oftentimes we get a little freaked out because there's a lot of competition in the marketplace and a lot of people saying the same things. Every gym out there is saying we've got good coaches. Everybody's saying we got a good community. Everybody's saying that our programming is good. Like they're saying all these things, but I, I really think that the gym that actually shows those things is going to be the one that it that people are drawn to because it's you don't. It's like you don't even have to compete with the noise at that point. You're like, hey, you know, I'm not even going to type anything or tell you anything. Like, just watch this video and let it speak for itself. Yeah, so this is what this is what our environment is, and I think that's big with, you know, coaches. Like, I went into it knowing that there was going to be someone there watching me, and I don't know this person. I don't know what to expect. I don't know how they're going to coach. Is it going to be like a boot camp? Is it going to be like a laid back experience? And you know, through video. You can have that coach mic'd up, and you can hear what he's like on a daily basis with just you know a wide range of cross crossfitters, like if you if you want to call it that, you know, from you know just beginning to more advanced. Uh, it humanizes yeah. it a little bit, you know. It's like uh, you know the Dyson, like you know, I I kind of think like the Dyson vacuum cleaner, you know, would probably just be another vacuum if it weren't for like. You know, the guy, like, talking with his ass, you know what I mean? Like, introducing the dice. I was like, dude, that guy is awesome. He's, like, the nicest dude I've ever met. And, yeah. like, I'm going to get that vacuum. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I really would love to have a Dyson vacuum. And because of that commercial. Now hopefully. I know why. Now I know why. So let's talk about a little bit about uh, video marketing for business. So, you know, we obviously understand that, that showing some kind of visual representation of what's going on or what somebody can come to expect in your business is super powerful from a marketing perspective. Now, you and you and your partner, Nina, actually just ran a Kickstarter campaign and used video as sort of the central focus of the, the promotion of that campaign. Tell me what you were trying to capture through using video as a marketing tool for that. Well, for that, it was we've done two of them, actually, and they've both been extremely successful. Um, and it has uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons why they're successful, but easily the, the biggest reason it was successful is because we were able to capture Nina's personality. And, you know, it's really, she's really contagious w- with her personality. She's a great, wonderful person to be around. And so we were able to capture that in the video, and it makes people want to help out, want to contribute. They, wanna, they can almost relate to her because we were able to capture who she is as a person. And that's... That's you can't do that with a picture. You you can do it to some degree through just audio, but if you can have a, a visual and audio, um, she made it easy. You know, we she she always you know will say thank you for this and thank you for that. But I mean, honestly, it was all Nina because she was the star of the video, and that's what made, you know that's what brought people to the campaign. That's what made people want to contribute and be a part of something special because 
she came off as being special in the video. And I think you landed on something right there is that, you know, Nina in this example, you know, we could I could just talk to you about how great of a person she is. And and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like we all know great, you know, uh, fun people to be around, like really encapsulating their personality. But then all of a sudden you, you're showing me that and I see her face and I see her, you know, it, it, you know, using her art. And now like. I'm, I'm drawn into that. And, and for the gym owner listening to this, you know, that is you. You are that person. You have you probably have a really awesome personality, a really cool story. Your coaches probably all have the same thing, but it's so much more powerful to capture that in video over, like, me telling you about it, me writing about it, me answering your phone call and telling you how great our coaching staff is. Instead of like that staff picture where your arms are crossed like this, and yeah. it's like Matt Scanlon holds his level one or level two. Blah, 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 blah. And your like, best photo ever. Yeah, basically. no, it, like I, you know, it's like me goofing around will definitely get more traction than me like listing off all of my credentials as a coach because at the end of the day, we know that people want to have fun over everything, right? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that when we were. You know, when we shot the video here, definitely one of the more enjoyable parts for me and Nina was watching some of the outtake footage uh, of you. Um, and I think at the very end of the first video we ever did, we kind of put some, you know, you just being yourself. And it, at first we thought about removing it and I was like, no, leave it. It, it comes off as being so personal and it's, it's him and it's what his gym is about. That's cool, man. And, I, and, that's, and that's certainly like those are the kind of things – that we want to communicate to mm-hmm. people because at the end of the day like i think gym owners in general all want to just help people i mean they're all about making people's lives better giving them the best hour of their day making them you know assisting them in this journey of health and and anything that we can do in my opinion before somebody walks in the door to just kind of make a friend like almost make like a digital friend with them beforehand it just is so much better um yeah, it makes it really comfortable knowing one person. And if the person you know is the the person who owns the gym, like it takes away a lot of stress. I mean, even if I had never even spoke to you, I had seen you, I'd seen what kind of, you know, person you were, you know, what if if you were a funny joker type guy, you know, whatever. Um that would have made it easier just to come to you and say hi cuz I'd seen you. And so that would've been something that was a way for me to come in and introduce myself. You know, one of the the most interesting things that we did early on, and I think this will be kind of a good segue as to how the gym owners can begin to adopt some video in their business. But, uh, you know, we've, we have this page on our website to where you can, like, go to schedule your first intro session. And I was like, instead of just having instructions on there, what if I just, like, put a tiny little video embedded next to where they would schedule and just be like, what's up, guys? Hey, I'm Matt. Like come to the gym it's going to be awesome just schedule it right over there and it was it like worked out really cool like people would come in and be like oh my god man you're the dude from the video and i was like that thing that i shot like with my iphone and they're they were like all about it and and people loved the, like that video and then they see that dude in the gym or they go to our coaches bios and they see our coaches goofing around or the video that you did with our you know most recent hire like People dig that stuff, and they love coming in and seeing those people that they saw in a video online. Yeah, it's it's so true. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. So nuts and bolts. I I think that it would be really important for the gym owner to begin to 
uh, put out video content in any way possible. So the biggest hiccup that we see when gym owners begin to start using video as, as, a, as a marketing source or just as a tool, they get so hung up on the video being perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, you, Chris, as the professional, there's probably the expectation that your videos come out perfect. Um, but I want you to think back at the first time you sort of like publicly put some of your video work out into the world. What was going through your mind like that first publish of something you've done? Um, man, uh, nervous. Um, cause you know, I knew, um, you're scared to hear what people are going to say. You don't want to hear that it's not good. You know, you, you put a lot of time and effort into it, but you also have to understand that it's your first attempt. You know, no one comes out of the box being the best at something. It takes a lot of hard work, takes a lot of effort and it takes time and experience. Uh, Definitely nervous. However, I will say the cool thing about video is if you really put a lot of hard work into it, um, it shows up, and people always enjoy it more than you think they're going to enjoy it. Um, I raise such high expectation levels with video myself, and even I will still be surprised sometimes when I'm like, oh, it just, just doesn't look good. And then I, you know, I get the feedback. I'm like, it's great. It's perfect. It's exactly what we wanted. And I think people should go into it knowing that you're probably going to be surprised by the response you get from just putting out any type of video content. Anything. You're right, because you're going to be your own worst critic every single time. You're going to beat yourself up before you put it out there. Uh, listeners, I, I've i never publicly said this now, but I will. Uh, if you want to <laughs> just go onto our YouTube page, uh, CrossFit Memorial Hill, go to our YouTube page and go back a couple years <laughs> and just look at some of the terrible stuff that I've put out there. I mean, honestly, I think there's a video – of me like doing a ring row. I think at one point I put on a fake pair of high heels to <laughs> <laughs> like trying to like communicate like uh, uh, terminal hip hip extension, and so I put on high heels. That's that's a little gift to you listeners. Uh, just to know that uh, you rip that bandaid off. Yeah, your first like ten videos will suck. Like the first ten times that you're in front of a camera, you're going to be so awkward and long winded, and it's going to be terrible. But just do it. After 10, you'll get the hang of it, and you'll be fine. Like, nobody's going to – you know, nobody's going to quit your gym as a result of it. Like, yeah. that's – you know, the world will not end because of your first crappy video. I love his gym, but uh, those videos are awful, so <laughs> I just cannot continue this anymore. <laughs> no, I think yeah, at first, you know, the, in all actuality, like, 20 people will see it. They'll be your members. They'll laugh at it. They'll probably rib you a little bit if it sucks. But honestly, the world will not end. And you will have begun this journey of, like, being ahead of your competition. Mm -hmm. And if you're out in front of this, if you're getting this practice in today, in two years, you're going to be two years ahead of everybody that realized they should have been doing this two years ago. Yep. And that's a good point. You know, that first video, I don't care how popular you think it's going to be, you're not going to get that many views. It's just just not going to happen. And uh, so don't worry about it. Not to mention, I mean, me personally, I have taken down my first few videos, so uh, I tip my hat to you for leaving yours up. I'm leaving them up, man. Out of principle, I, I feel like I would be, uh, I would feel like I would be hypocritical if I if I encourage other gym <laughs> owners to put up a crappy video as their first one and then not keep mine up there. Who knows? I'm probably still making crappy. Fi- Actually, yeah, of course, I've done some crappy selfie videos. And I'm I'm all about it. But honestly, it really doesn't matter. Put yourself out there. If you screw up, you'll appear more human 
uh, to people coming in, and that will probably get you more members. Yeah, that's true. I mean, people like to see people just being themselves. So let's get into the technical aspect of things. So I'm like, you know, I, maybe, you know, I'm a gym owner, Chris, and I'm not quite ready to, let's say, I'm not quite ready to have Rainy Day Productions come in yeah. and shoot a bunch of videos. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to have you shoot my coach's bios and, and shoot some promo videos. Let's say I'm not quite ready to be at that speed, but I know that video is a place that I need to be uh, producing content. Uh, I'm guessing that everybody listening has a cell phone. Uh, how would you recommend to first go about using this, uh, using a cell phone to create videos? Are there any like tips and tricks from a technical aspect? Obviously, with a cell phone, you're limited in terms of you know um, depth, lights, stuff like that. So what you want to do is, if you're going to use a cell phone to shoot, uh, you definitely want to make sure it's well lit. That will be the most important part because that's going to keep that's going to keep that video quality as crisp as it possibly can be. It's going to stay HD. The lower the lights get, uh, the more the quality of the video is downgraded. That's where you start to get that pixelation type mm-hmm. look, and you don't want that. Uh, you want it to look as clean as you possibly can. Um, the other thing is to stabilize. Uh, they sell all different types of little handheld stabilizers. Uh, makes it less shaky. Makes it seem more smooth. Um, those are probably two of the biggest things. You know, good lighting. Being able to stabilize your phone so it doesn't look like there's an earthquake taking place in the background. Uh, then you just take that raw footage and you stick it on a computer. And nice thing about PC and Mac, they've they've got some basic software that allows you to drag and drop and even you know place a little bit of audio underneath it. You can raise and lower your your volumes, and it's really simple. So um, so I, I want to unpack those things just a little bit to make sure that we're clear. Um, and when you say well lit, I, I assume you're meaning like front lit on the subject, like, you know, straight on light. Is that what we're looking for? No, not even necessarily that. You want the environment to be well okay. lit. Um, you can have a well lit area with someone having a shadow cast on them, and that could look pretty cool. Uh, you want to make sure that the entire area is well lit um, because what the camera is going to do is it's going to, you know, the sensor in it is going to say, hey, there's not enough light here. We need to raise whatever you know it's it's an iso they mm-hmm. need to raise the iso level to make up for that and in doing so you lose quality gotcha so what you want you know natural sunlight is the best mm-hmm. you know if you can open some windows remove some curtains that works too if you don't want to go buy some lights you know uh, that's the easiest way to get good lighting if, if you can shoot with natural sunlight you're going to be fine now let's say i wanted to make a video and it's just me and it's like Hey guys, I'm Matt. This is my gym. Would love to have you come do a workout with us this Saturday. You know, just super simple, just getting my face out there to the world. Um, what are we looking at as far as? So I've got my phone here. Mm-hmm. Do we are we turning the phone sideways if we're going to put this on social media? Is that generally the the way to go? You definitely want to do kind of like a a landscape orientation. So you know uh, your standard television, which no one really watches anymore. But you know when you were growing up, it was four by three, mm-hmm. so it was still wider than it was taller. Uh, today HD is you know sixteen by nine, so it's going to be wider than it is taller. So most of these players that are on the internet, YouTube, Vimeo, uh, their standard format is those two, 4x3 or 16x9. So you definitely want to turn your phone sideways or you're going to get those giant black 
bars on the right and left hand side of your image and it's just not going to look good which turning your phone sideways is a quick way in my opinion you know i see a lot of people will take the video like almost like an instagram video which instagram video is in a square so that's cool to do it natively hosted on instagram but for creating something that you're going to upload to facebook or upload to like you said vimeo or youtube turn that thing sideways Get a bunch of light in there, um, and that it'll look pretty high quality just there with your phone. Yeah, it'll look good. Everything will, for the most part, be in focus, um, and that's the that's definitely the easiest way to go about doing it. So let's talk about audio. So we're all in gyms, and so I was there tend to be pretty cavernous, and mm-hmm. so you get a lot of echo if we're just using the native mic on our cell phone. It like for how. How inexpensive can I pick up just a lav mic with a cord that I can clip on my lapel and get rolling with that? You can get some decent, um, uh, I guess, adapters for your, your, say, your iPhone or your Samsung that'll plug in. And you can even get wireless lav mics. Uh, or you can get wired. just depends on how much you want to spend. There'll be, you know, a, a few hundred dollar difference between wireless versus non-wireless. But you can, down, you know, you can download some software buy a little adapter, buy a wire lav mic, stick it on someone's shirt, set your phone up and record them and you'll get you'll get good audio. Yeah, and I even think, I mean, I know on Amazon like I've picked up a bunch of cheap little lavalier mics for like 15 bucks each. Oh yeah. Big long cord on it. And I mean, and again, what we're talking about here is like tomorrow you should go film a video, you know. Uh, obviously there's a lot more high speed options that you can get to, but for the purposes of your first video, like your phone is just fine. Yep. Uh, a $15 lavalier mic from Walmart or, or Amazon. Radio Shack. Yeah. Wherever. And that will really give a, a really tight quality to that video. You probably won't be able to do like the, you know, high end editing stuff and really whack it up to look super nice, but you're, you're on the path. You know what I mean? You, you're beginning to build some momentum in how you market your business with video. Now, um, let's talk about where do we put this video? So I just went ahead and I filmed like a one minute video of me like, Hey, this is the gym. This place is awesome. This is Chris. He's a member here and he's cool too. You guys should come check it out. I filmed this video. Now, where do I put this video? What are my options? Well, first thing you got to do is you got to get it up on the internet. So you need to upload it to a video sharing site. Uh, the two most popular ones are definitely YouTube and Vimeo. Um, and then you can drop those links pretty much anywhere within a website or on a forum. Um, and uh, that video will, will play when you click on it. Uh, I think you can put it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can put it on a, a Google Drive. There are a lot of places you can put it. It's just um, how will it show up on uh, the web page or where it needs to show up. Uh, if if most of your people go to Facebook, just upload it right there through Facebook. And it's re- they make it so easy to upload video. I mean, it's drag and drop. You drag the file and it uploads for you. And then you enter in some title information and stuff like that. And even from your phone, you can like upload if you got the Pages app, so most of us yep. are running a business, we've got the Pages app, boom, you upload that video. So you took a video, it's on your camera roll if you've got an iPhone or whatever they call it on the Android. You know, you've got it right there. So boom, we're going to upload that on Facebook natively. It's on Facebook. Yep. We could throw it on YouTube. We upload that thing on YouTube. Now it's on your Google Plus profile as well, which is 
you know, points for updating your Google Plus. You can automatically do that through YouTube. You can upload that same video onto Vimeo if you would like. Uh, in my, you know, they usually allow HD on Vimeo, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Vimeo is good for HD. So yeah, then you've got an HD version. If you want to now, let's put that on your website. Let's say that your first video turned out awesome. Congratulations. Let's throw that on your website. If I were putting that on like a blog or on WordPress, I would prefer to have that Vimeo version because it's just going to play back in HD. YouTube won't do that. Um, and it's super, super simple to do. Yeah, it's just a matter of, especially the way web, web design sites are today, like uh, Square or Wix, uh, it's kind of what you see is what you get. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's making the box whatever size you want it, and they do they do all the hard work for you. You just have to put the information in. So it's as simple as taking the link of your Vimeo uh, video and placing it in the box, and then, boom, you've got your video in full HD mm-hmm. on your web page. And I know, and you know, our web developers, Scott Clay, everybody, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that on WordPress right now, you don't even need the embed code from Vimeo. I think you can just drop a link in there. I think that uh, the the latest WordPress update, and again, don't quote me on this, guys. Ask Scott if you've if we've done one of your websites, ask Scott; he'll tell you the answer. But I'm pretty sure that you can just drop that link, that URL, in there, and that it will now recognize it on the new uh, newest version of WordPress, and then you've got the embedded video. You don't even know need to know how to copy and paste the code. That's actually anymore. really cool. Yeah, so it's really slick. Uh, if I screwed up your website, I'm sorry. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> just, just delete that URL if it didn't work. Um, uh, but yeah, so, so if you look at this, we've done one piece of content. Let's say we just did a 90-second video with somebody. Now you've got it in, on all these different platforms. Hell, you can even uh, get on Instagram and upload 60 seconds worth of that video that you just did because we're up to 60 seconds yeah, on Instagram 60 right seconds. so yeah upload 60 seconds worth of video on Instagram now with that one piece of content you've shared that on four or five platforms and that's that's one of my favorite things about video is that it is really applicable across pretty much any platform that people engage with your business yeah I I agree it's just you just hit play and then you I, I watch videos all the time on on Facebook or Instagram because all I got to do is press a button and it's going to play the content that I want to see. Yeah, it's amazing. And so, let's, so like length of video, you know, um, I, so when you guys did like one of your Kickstarter campaigns, people have a little bit higher tolerance for length of video yes. during one of those. So what are we looking at for something like that? Five-ish, six-ish minutes or even more than that? For a... For camp- like a Kickstarter for campaign. For a Kickstarter? I, I wouldn't even go that far. I would... We went... I think four minutes first time, we ended up going five minutes the second time. Um, mainly, it was a lot to go over, uh, so we really had to push it that far. But I would even bring it down to two to three minutes. If you can if you can get it done, you should do it. That's the way you should go about doing it. And, you know, people's attention span is so short that if you can get it <laughs> even lower sometimes. Um, but two, two to three minutes is solid when you're trying to... When someone's already invested, they're they've already come to your page. They're they're there to they want to see something. They're they're excited about what they're trying to you know support, and so that gives you a little bit of leeway in terms of. And how. I and I think you just hit the nail on the head. So if somebody has had to click a couple times to get to where your video lives, you probably got them for up to four minutes. Oh, right, definitely. Yeah. Now let's think about like social sharing. I'm scrolling through my news feed. I got that autoplay on Facebook going. 
How much time do you have my attention for there? You probably got 15, 30 seconds. 15 tops. To, yeah, exactly. 15 to 30 seconds. So think about that. As you begin to look at what are the two types of videos that I want to create, if you're going to drop something on the homepage of your website, for example, you could probably get people for two minutes there. Yeah. Maybe like an inner page, like a, a blog post where you talk about how you do meal meal prep. That's a fun one. Like get a selfie stick and just like do a little video of you doing meal prep and, you know, have a you know, show everybody how you get super yoked. You know, that's a fun video. You people will probably watch that for four minutes, right? Yeah, I would. I mean, I went there knowing that's the kind of content I'm gonna get. So I, I yeah, I agree. Okay. And then and then again, so like if you're dropping something on your Facebook page or your Instagram Instagram you're kind of forced into it. But if you're dropping something on your Facebook page, uh, please don't ask people for more than like a minute and fifteen seconds. Yeah, no one's gonna watch it. They're they're not gonna give you that much time. So what do you do in that scenario? Like uh, an announcement. Hey, Chris, come to Murph. You know, we're doing Murph coming up. It's going to be awesome. Something quick, simple. Um, you know, keep it simple. If that's what you're doing and you're just trying to get a message across, you just keep it simple. And if you can get some type of attention getter, you know, um, some music or, or however you want to deliver the content, you know, try and be creative about it because like – you know, like you said, you only have a very small window to get their attention. Otherwise, they're just going to zone out and move on to the next video on their page. So when you think about um, what type of content do I want to, to comprise a video, I would like you to give the gym owners listening to this maybe something that they can turn around and do. So since you're coming up on like your one-year anniversary of CrossFit, mm-hmm. What are some things that you, as a new CrossFitter, would have liked liked to see in video that would, you know, kind of maybe ease your anxiety or make it more likely for you to come into the gym? Or maybe if you're on the fence, it'd be that one thing that pushed you over. Um, I probably would have liked to have seen coaches coaching. That would have been pretty cool. I would have liked to have seen what to expect uh, when you got there. Um, maybe even a quick someone explaining, hey, when you get here. This is how it kind of unfolds or, uh, you know, when you get here, here's what to expect or um, just showing some quick clips of people interacting with each or the environment. I mean, seeing a a wide shot of the gym, I would have liked that as well. So that's I think that's a good point. There's probably two or three videos in there, gym owners, that you can turn around and make after listening to this. And I think what you said there, what to expect, like have have a coach throw their phone on you and be like, Hey, what's up? I am Matt. I own this gym. Hey, when you come in here for your first time, we'll get you checked in here. Uh, a coach will meet you here. You know, here's where we look at our workout. All of the athletes, you know, start class right here, and a coach explains what we're going to do that day. And this coach will show you how to use the progressions to get better every day. Yeah, that would have been awesome. And being a you know someone who I've been doing it for a while, I still have a lot to learn. That's something that. Uh, I started to realize early on and my video has kind of shifted towards wanting to know that I'm, my form is proper, you know, wanting to see different types of movements, you know, like I get online and I check the wad and I'm like, I have no idea what that is. So then I got to Google it and find out what type of movement that is. Cause I don't want to look like, I don't know what I'm doing. It would be great if someone had, you know, a bunch of examples of all the type of movements that you might see, uh, go into a box. Are you plugging the project that we're working on right now? <laughs> uh, we will share this with you listeners. When we're done, we're doing a very big 
uh, project around video right now, and it's going to be kind of geared towards athletic development and retention. So we'll be sure to keep you posted on that. I like that. Shameless, Chris. <laughs> no, I really mean it, though. I really mean it. <laughs> All right. Um, that's a great place to leave it. I think you know you kind of gave the gym owners listening to this several videos that they can turn around and make. What to expect when you come through the door is like, do it today. That's It's so simple, too. I mean, you... You basically film yourself talking, explaining to them step-by-step step what to expect. And yeah. it doesn't take any time. No time whatsoever. Because, honestly, most of your uh, future athletes are afraid that some, like, yoked-up dude with a shirt off is going to come in and hit you in the face with a slam ball when you walk in the door. Whether that's, that's true or not, that's kind of what they're thinking. Yeah, like everyone's going to have their shirts off when I go in there, and I'm going to be that guy <laughs> wearing a shirt just <laughs> covered in sweat. Awesome. So, um... Anything else, Chris? We'll uh, be sure to include links and plugs for Rainy Day Productions yeah. and some of the Kickstarters you guys have done. Um, but anything, as these gym owners are like, yes, I've known it for a while. I need to do video. Anything to leave them with? Um, be yourself. Capture emotion to your best ability. You know, Take a few steps in terms of you know things that you can handle on your end that don't have anything to do with equipment. You can light an area pretty simple. Uh, you can quiet a room to get better sound. You know, just just really try and eliminate all the things that can interfere with just a good video um, right out of the gate, and then it makes it makes your life so much easier when you're working on that kind of that post production phase of of piecing together your story for everyone to see. That's awesome. That's a great place to leave it. And I will add, keep your shirt on. Yes, please. <laughs> all right, thanks, listeners. Uh, we will chat with you next week. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thanks for having me.